I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Spain, one of my favorite countries in the world. He's a solution expert for the Power Platform at Plan B. He was first awarded as MVP in 2022, so really recent. He's a proud member of the SharePoint user group in Barcelona. You can find links to his bio, social, show notes, etc. in the show notes for this episode. Welcome to the show, Ferran. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. It's good to have you here. So you're based in Barcelona now, I take it. Yeah, yeah, based in Barcelona. You know, nice city. We have sunny weather and nice food. Nice food as well. Oh, yeah. Great food, great food. Tell us about what you do when you're not uh, when you're not involved in, you know, Microsoft or in the technology space. What do you do for, you know, when it comes to family what do you do socially? Like, what do you do? Do you have hobbies or anything like that? And what's the best food that uh, you recommend you eat in, in Barcelona? Well, I like to join my family. Um, I have a kid. He's uh, two years and a half. Um, actually, he was born when we were locked down here in Spain. We were locked down on a Saturday evening and he was born on Tuesday. So we were alone in the hospital and, you know, it was different. And yeah, I like to have free time with my family and I also uh, enjoy running and playing basketball. I, I play basketball with some other colleagues on every Wednesday at night. So it's a way to free our minds and yeah, relax our bodies. Uh, so I, I like to do yeah, this kind of, of things. And and I would recommend in Barcelona, you know, we have omelette, uh, paella, uh, tortilla de patatas, we say that, or in Catalan, trita de patatas. And yeah, and uh, some bread with tomato. And yeah, that's that kind of food. It's the, the most I love. Yeah, the most I love one. Yeah. Nice. In your mind, what's what's Barcelona most famous for? I guess because of the weather, uh, the food, and it's a very open city. I mean, it's, uh, um, I'm just thinking, but probably, uh, uh, yeah, open city with different cultures, different people around the world. Uh, from the Olympic Games, it, it, although it's been like uh, yeah thirty years, but it, it changed the, the city a lot, and and yeah, I would say that that it's it's a very um, 
different kind of cultures and people living around. So yeah, great, great place to to visit and and to live as well. Yeah, very nice. So how did you get into technology? Well, uh, when I was very young, I had uh, like some colleague had a Spectrum computer, and I said, "Oh, this is awesome!" And so my my father bought me a hit bit from Sony, an MSX computer. So I started playing video games uh, with that that computer. And from now, uh, from there, I said, "Oh, I want to." be able to build not only games, but maybe someday applications. So from very young, I had a clear uh, view of what I wanted to do. So here I am. So yeah, that's that's it. Uh, so they bought me did this kind of computer. And then I had a six. you know, what one uh, memory of uh, one, no, one, one megabyte of memory. Uh, well, 60, 60, 645, 40, 40 kilobytes and yeah, 30 megabytes hard disk. And, and yeah, uh, so I started, uh, in technology from very, uh, early stages, very early in, in, like I was 14, I think, or 12 years old. So yeah, and I studied at, uh, University, um, computer uh, science, and um, yeah, start working always on Microsoft, uh, Microsoft ecosystem, Microsoft products. Mm-hmm. Did you? How did you end up? You know, in your current role, I take it you're doing things with the Power Platform and Power Apps and things like that. How did you end up uh, being here? Okay, it's been a long journey. Uh, I started working, as I said, with Microsoft Technologies in 1998. So I started working with Visual Basic and um, uh, uh, SQL Server. And then a project came up with SharePoint Server 20, 2003. So um, then I discovered, I found out SharePoint, and I started working with SharePoint from that version, from, from there. And working all years during all these years. And when the Power Platform came in, I was really amazed with Power Automate. Uh, I, I thought, oh, this is a great deal, a great product. And even with Power Apps as well. But I fell in love, I would say, with Power Automate. So I started uh, blogging, posting, and getting involved in the Power Automate community. Um, so here I am. Uh, uh, I'm a member of the super user group in, in the Power Automate community, posting answers to questions from users. Um, and yes, yeah, start working uh, with, with the Power Platform. Uh, it's it's really, uh, I would say, it's uh, it has a close relation with Microsoft 365, with SharePoint, but now with Teams and all the other products. So uh, started working with the port platform, I guess, two or three years ago. Three years ago, I would say. Yeah. So, with fully in love with Power Automate and and creating flows, are there any flows that you have created for your personal life as an outsider of doing for customers? That's interesting. Um, I started work 
well, I started, um, I created a workflow for myself, but just to learn. So I use Pro Automate to get, uh, uh, as I said, I, lo- I love basketball. So where there were the finals in Spain, basketball finals, I created a Pro Automate workflow to get some hashtags and then send uh, sentiment analysis from that, those tweets and, and those hashtags to Power BI and create some dashboards. And this was amazing because I like basketball. And it was this was very interesting, but apart from that, I've done nothing personally. Uh, there's a new device called well, not new. There's a device called Click Button or Click, I think. That I would like to to use it for some personal uh, workflows. But as I said, uh, as I said, uh, I I did nothing apart from that. No. Mm-hmm. And have you used it? You know, what's the most <laughs> When you when you think of uh, Power Automate, and let's say you take the other office productivity suite, so whether it be Word, Excel, Outlook, PowerPoint, have you written any flows that touch any of these type of applications, or are they more all in relation to SharePoint, Dataverse, and other systems? No, no, I also touch, as you said, yeah, as you mentioned, uh like workflows where you, for instance, once of the last that was involved, it was interesting. It was about reading, when you receive an email, reading the signature in Outlook, reading the signature and uh, trying to extract the information from that signature and create a contact in your address book. Uh, so that's uh, and how did we get the the, inf- the contact information using some uh, models in AI Builder. So that was really cool. Um, uh, I had to train an AI Builder model, uh, and but it, it's working. And um, just creating or uh, the contact in your address group from from that signature uh, information. That's that's really cool and interesting as well. Yeah. Nice. When we when we look at Power Automate, you know, there's a lot of use cases where organizations use it to automate a business process of some sort. Uh, and so I see that as like, you know, enterprise or company-wide automation, and it might, you know, um, as I say, carry out business rules and, and automation. What about on the personal productivity side? Are you seeing many people use Power Automate to make them more productive in their day-to-day work activities? That's a good question. Uh, because I, I've seen a scenarios or business case where they use it mainly for just a business case uh, for a team, but not for personal productivity. But I guess that uh, maybe in the future when they realize they have tools like To Do, Microsoft To Do, or uh, instead of using Planner for for the tasks of the team for their personal tasks that like to, using to do or even Microsoft Teams and sending notifications to themselves when something occurs. Uh, that would be interesting. But honestly, I haven't seen I haven't seen many from that personal productivity perspective. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about the most, you know, in your mind, what your kind of how how would I say this? Um 
automations that you've created that you kind of, you reference back in your mind. You're like, yeah, that was really cool what I did there. Or, you know, that was really powerful, whether it was a discovery you made or, or something that was quite complex. What kind of, what comes to mind? Mm, interesting question. Many workflows um, there. Um, well, the most challenging one had been working with, with SharePoint SharePoint uh, lists. Uh, I worked with one that, that it had to um, get some data and update some uh, big SharePoint list. And when I say big, I mean it was like a hundred columns, hundred and twenty columns, I think. Oh, does it right really exist? Yes. Why? I don't know. But they have a SharePoint list with 120 columns. So uh, we had to update uh, some items using Pro Automate. And it was, um, yeah, it was challenging. Uh, and this is the m- most challenging one I, re- I, I recall. Uh, because in the end, I, I ended up using SharePoint REST API. Because using the common uh, actions that we have, uh, it was not uh, working very smoothly, I would say. So you become an MVP. Um, what was that journey for you? How did you become an MVP? That's That's been really uh, an exciting journey. Um, I remember in 2017, there was a SharePoint Saturday in Madrid. And I said, okay, I'm going to send... Uh, just to deliver a session. I've never done that before. Uh, about Pro Automate, it was it was called Microsoft Pro, and it was really a real new product. So yeah, then or there I delivered my first session, and from there I start working with different user groups. Well, the the main user group in in Barcelona, it's called Suc.cat. It's SharePoint User Group Catalonia. And then we have different events, uh, like SharePoint Saturday Barcelona. Now it's called Collab Days. So we start being involved in community events, uh, just organizing or, uh, delivering some sessions and, uh, and even, uh, collaborating. I also write some articles in, uh, magazine, uh, in a Spanish magazine, uh, called Compartimos. Uh, that it's about SharePoint. So I start writing, blogging, um, working in these different communities. And yes, I was awarded this, this year, on January this, this year. So it's been like, uh, yeah, five years, four and a half. Uh, I've been, I, I was rejected a couple of times, I think, a couple or three times before, uh, being awarded. So it's, uh, I would say uh, that in in my case it was it was uh, really hard to get it. So, but uh, this is, I'm very proud for this then because yeah, being rejected. Uh, I mean, I always say the same to other people that want to be an MVP. You have to enjoy the journey, and it's it shouldn't be a target. I mean, uh, you simply enjoy it, and if it comes, that's fine. If it doesn't come. No problem. I mean, you have to enjoy, uh, yeah, uh, the living session or sharing your knowledge with community. And uh, the thing I like most is, is that if I'm able to help 
any worry in his job, uh, in her job, uh, and or share, share that knowledge to some other people, and they are able, they are able to get a better job or better knowledge. That's that's okay for me. That's the idea. Did anything surprise you once you became an MVP? You know, wanting it for that long. Did did once you became an MVP and you got access to various resources? Did anything? You know, was everything what you expected, or 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 was it different? Honestly, I'm I'm uh, I'm surprised because then you have a close relationship with Microsoft. Uh, honestly, I didn't I didn't think it was so close, and uh, they provide you with a lot of information. Actually, you get a lot of information, and you have to you have to. Uh, 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 focus on, on what you're interested in because a lot of, of information events and that that honestly surprised me and so have you have you found it was worth it at this moment yes i could love to go to seattle when they, they had this this mvp summit but i don't know with this uh pandemic and restrictions at this time of the year we don't know if we are going to able to go there but for sure, I, I think that I could enjoy going there. Uh, for me, it's, uh, I think, I guess that's the most valuable, uh, prize to be awarded an MVP is to go there and meet people in person and meet other MVP colleagues around the world. Um, yeah, that, that should be amazing. Yeah. Maybe in 2024, because I'd be surprised if it's going to happen in 2023. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Oh, I, I think it must be so hard for so many MVPs, you know, that have become an MVP while COVID has been happening or just before COVID and not to experience that part because it, um, yeah, it's definitely the best um, feature of, of the program. Um, so yeah, so ho- hopefully I'll get to see you there one day. But uh, thank you, uh, Farron, so much for coming on the show. Thank you, thank you very much. It's been an honor. Um, uh, I really appreciate your your invitation. Um, and thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Business Application MVP Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 Guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365Guy. Thanks again, and see you next time.